Hello everybody, this is me, Amin. This is Alex. And welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About. And in this episode, it is Friday 14th of July. We're going to talk about Tesla. So today uh, was like a big day for Tesla. Everybody's talking about Tesla. They have just announced the official pricing in Malaysia for their Model Y. Okay, it's a big story because we know that Tesla is going to officially launch in Malaysia next week on the 20th of July. We know that they are coming to Malaysia. They've made that announcement. They've uh, conducted like a walk-in interview where we covered that and there was like a lot of people, about 6,000 people attended um, as reported. And, uh, and, and we were expecting that Tesla will be announcing the prices of their cars that are coming to Malaysia next week at the official launch. But today, on the 14th of July, Friday, um, they made a surprise. So they announced the prices, the official prices, and they announced the, that they these cars are available for booking, that you can make a booking on these cars, and they announced the prices. And for me, it's a huge deal because uh, we'll let you know why. <laughs> so in this episode, we want to kind of like answer the question, Tesla. Is it worth the hype? And it's coming to Malaysia. So is it worth the hype? Because now you can get officially imported Tesla cars in Malaysia right now. The official warranty and, all, and hold the whole works. Yeah. yeah. No longer grey imports and stuff like that. All right. So, um, Alex, would you can you break it down? What was announced today and why is it a big deal? Okay, so like you mentioned, uh, Tesla was supposed to... Tesla is having a launch next week. And before the launch, they revealed the price. So the, the Malaysian site with the Tesla configurator went live today. Mm. And they revealed the price, which starts from 199,000 ringgit. Less than 200,000 ringgit for a Tesla Model Y. And okay. for those who don't know, yeah. um, for our region at least, um, Tesla focuses on two models. Mm. Um, the Tesla Model 3, which is like a sedan. The Tesla Model Y, which is more like a jack-up SUV. Mm. So for Malaysia, they only reveal the price for the Tesla Model Y. So it looks like they are focusing on this car first, um, which is no surprise since Malaysia is a very SUV-focused market. Yep. And we expected the price to be like 250, the cheapest, two, maybe 280,000 ringgit for okay. the base model. Okay, so why we talk about the 200,000 range is because, okay, last week we talked about the Kia Niro EV, which was launched last week. And we talked about, hey, the price is too expensive. It's over 200,000. It's 260,000 ringgit. Mm-hmm. And when you are in that range, between 200 to 300,000 ringgit, you are in a big fat um, market, yeah. uh, like a big fat pool yeah. of uh, quite a lot of good EVs ab- available for you. You have uh, EVs from a BMW, from Volvo, from Kia, from Hyundai. Those those are like really big brands that's available for you to get and they are really capable SUVs. Yep. What is surprising for us is Tesla with the Model Y, has now entered the market and it's priced starting from below 200,000 ringgit. So that just kind of like skews the market considerably. Yep. Because it also affects uh, normal cars. So people who are previously within the range of, okay, I'm going to get a car that's around 200,000 ringgit, maybe get a Camry or or, or a Civic or... um, Entry-level Beamer or... Accord or... Yeah, 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 an entry-level Beamer. Now would consider getting a Tesla because I would argue Tesla has like the same prestige. I mean, it will, we'll talk about the brand and, and whether it's good or not later, later, but I would argue that people would think that they it has the same prestige or even more prestige than big brands like Mercedes and BMW. So, 
what are the range that's available? What are the specs? And why is it a big deal? Yeah, so I think firstly is uh, we caught by surprise by pricing. So let's talk about the specs. So the Model Y, the base model, so the entry-level model is a rear-wheel drive version, mm. um, has a single motor powering the, the rear wheels, and it produces uh, quite a lot of punch. So for despite being less than 200,000 ringgit, it produces 235 kilowatts. That's 347 horsepower. Wow. And 430 newton of torque. Wow. And it can do 0 to 100 in 6.9 seconds. And the top speed, which crushes most EVs price <laughs> around much higher than much higher than this yes. about 300,000 ringgit they are all gone because mostly they are top speed 160, 180 yep. this one does 217 kilometers per hour that's impressive for EV 217 yeah yep. and then uh, in the battery is about 58 kilowatt hour mm. and we all know that Tesla has is designed for efficiency you can tell from design <laughs> and it has a rated range of 430 kilometers mm. which is pretty decent for a car less than 200,000 ringgit and imagine this for this price right last time you can get a Kona and that's such that's a, that's a much smaller car and it's not as powerful as this so this just undercuts almost everything it makes you question like why would you consider anything else yes and this just is a base model. Uh-huh. If you move up another step, you go with the all-wheel drive version. So it has twin motors, one mm. motor in the front and back. Mm. So the, the mid-span one is the long-range model. So mm. that is priced at 246,800 ringgit. So it's 47k more than a base model. So you get dual motors that pushes 378 kilowatts. That's 500 over horsepower. Wow. 506. That's 100 <laughs> horses more than a Volvo C40 or C40, <laughs> which is like the most powerful EV you can get for less than 200,000 ringgit. Yes. And this has 500. And this is cheaper still than the Kia Niro EV. Yes. Which is uh, 10,000 ringgit more expensive. Yeah. And this can do... More power, yeah. more range, all-wheel drive. It's much bigger. And it's a Tesla. Yeah. And then uh, 0 100 in 5 seconds. The battery is bigger. Um, 75 kilowatt hour. Mm. And you can, it, has a rate, it has a rated range of 533 kilometers. Mm. The LTP standard. Mm. Top speed, same. 270 kilometers per hour. Plenty fast. And if that's not enough, there's the range-topping Tesla Model Y Performance, mm. which costs uh, 288,000 ringgit. Yep. And that gives you 527 horsepower, slightly mm. more. 600cc newton meters of torque, more mm. torquey. And it has a quicker acceleration time from 0 to 100 in 3.7 seconds. 3.7. Yes. That is supercar performance. Yes, that's faster than <laughs> I think the GTR goes that fast. Yeah. In in terms of zero to hundred. Yeah. And, and the top speed is two fifty, right? Yeah, this one has a top speed of two fifty. That's like the speed limit for most of the German cars, right? Wow. Yeah. And it's less than three hundred thousand ringgit. Yeah. So with these cars and these prices, right? Start <laughs> questioning like why why would you consider anything else? It just disrupt the whole market. Why, why would you even consider buying anything? Yeah. Even if you're not in an, even if you're not going to buy an EV. Yes. Why would you even consider buying anything for this price? You cannot get anything close in terms of power and performance. Yes. Ah. Okay. So to put that into context, the Volvo C40 XC40 is probably the like you say the most powerful EV within the three hundred thousand range. Uh, 0 to 100 in 4.7 seconds, uh, top speed of 180, yeah, at 180 yeah. kilometers per hour. Uh, the Kia EV6, the car that we're using, uh, goes for 300,000 ringgit, has a top speed of 180, 190 Five. kilometers yeah. per hour, goes from 0 to 100 in 5.2 seconds. seconds. 
It just makes every single EV more expensive, right? It's like, what happened here? Okay, okay. I'm going to ask you this. Yep. Um, there was a lot of uh, questions. Okay, so um, on on my social media, on my feed, on my WhatsApp group, everybody was just talking about Tesla, Tesla, Tesla. Yep. The price is crazy. Yep. Why you should get anything else? Mm-hmm. And then uh, people started arguing like, okay, this price is not reflective of the actual price that mm-hmm. you're paying for it. And by the way, if you're wondering, you can book for these cars now. So you just need to go to the Tesla website, yep. choose your configuration because you can customize a lot of other things. We'll talk about the options later. And all you need to do is pay a thousand ringgit. Non-refundable. Yes. By card. Yes. And and that's... A, okay, we'll talk about that later as well. Uh, okay, so you can get the car. You can spec the car. The car will be ready early next year. Yep. So what are the... Um, options available for you. Okay, now first, first the question is: Is this the price that you will be paying? Um, is this the price that you will be paying? So, like one hundred and ninety nine ringgit for the rear wheel drive version. Does it include tax? Does it include registration and and whatever it needs to be included? It's not on the road price, right? It's not on the road price because um, you, the, split, the listed price hundred nine thousand. Mm. Uh, if you don't choose any extra options and you just hit checkout and all that, um. The, you, 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 there's also additional delivery and administration fees there's number plate fee mm. there's even an ordering fee to place an order you pay <laughs> 1000 but it's just online what fee is required for that you need to pay the AI to do magic <laughs> so so the the the, the all in price supposedly mm. all in price after you try to check out right mm. is 205,700 but it, it's just a fine print down there it says excludes tax and other fees mm. so I'm not sure what's applicable and you know and all that so as we all know um Malaysia EVs, um, there's tax incentives, right? Incentives mm. right now. So for CBU cars, are uh, fully imported. For in this case, like this Tesla, this one's all come from chi- from China. This is just where they assemble all the right hand drive models. Mm. Um, so we have a uh, excess duty exemption, import yep. tax exemption, uh, raw tax also exempted. The only thing that probably need to be paying is sales tax. Mm. Yeah, so which is about ten percent. Probably ten percent. Yeah. Yep. So about this car, I'm not too sure how much, but I think the very most. Prob- I think maybe it's about. 210 maybe 220 on the road mm. which is still fantastic value for money yes it's still good value for money okay what are the options that were miss i mean okay so these the the the, the, the price that you mentioned right 199 plus 10% tax about 210000 ringgit yeah, with I all the registration fee the whatever fee whatever plus insurance so it, it didn't include insurance yep. right so about two hundred and ten estimated. Uh, two hundred twenty. Yeah, okay. Right that's yeah. the base price. Yes. What are the options that you can spec into the car? Okay, I think the, f- the first fascinating one is color. So, uh, by default you get pearl white. That's mm. available for you for free, part of price. Oh, so that's no cost. No cost. Like no, just which is typical for any cars. The, the normal cars are free. Uh. But you want to change to any other color. Mm. You gotta pay for it. You want black. You want midnight silver. You want deep blue. Uh. That's a five thousand ringgit option. Wow. And if you want the red color option, that's ten thousand ringgit. So how do you know the guy got money? He's driving a red Tesla. <laughs> but what kind of a paint job is ten th- is worth ten thousand ringgit? I don't know, man. It's like they they look quite similar to me. Uh, some are solid, some are metallic. But oh. and they didn't say whether it's pearl or not. So I know like certain cars that if you want to buy might you might have to pay a little bit extra for a pearl effect or for a special color. The white is pearl. Yeah. Okay. So for like a special color, yep. usually you pay around three thousand to five thousand ringgit. Yep. I mean, for for around this price range, lah. To add ten thousand ringgit, right? So if if I bought a white Tesla, which costs nothing, mm-hmm. I mean, no no extra no options. Extra cost, yes. I take it. I take it, and then I go and paint it. 
it's not gonna cost I I'll go paint it red or whatever special color I want. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna cost me ten thousand ringgit. So so be warned of that. So that's one extra cost that you have to pay. Yep. And then there are other quite expensive cost options that you can include in the car. Yep. Uh, I think the next option also in terms of the trim levels, right, is mm. the interior. So by default you get black interior inside. Mm. If for some strange reason you want white color, yes. because it looks white airy, seats. white yeah. seats, and then it's just a white strip on the dash, yep. that costs you uh, another 5,000 ringgit. A color that is anything but white mm-hmm. uh, costs you at least 5,000 ringgit. Yep. An interior that is white mm-hmm. costs you 5,000 ringgit. Yes. And then the wheels as well. So you want to move from a 19-inch to a 20-inch, that costs you 10,000 ringgit. And this all doesn't inc- is not included in the price, right? So 199 yep. if I want the new wheels... Yep. Add another yes. 10k. It's if I want on. the red color, add another 10k. So yep. that's already 199 plus 20. Yep. And then add another 5k if I want it to be white, white on the inside. Yes. Wow. Yep. Okay. And then after moving on is the tech stuff. So by default, you get basic autopilot. Which is? So base okay, so Tesla, right, they use the word autopilot and a lot of people always jump conclusion. Oh, Tesla's all about autopilot can drive itself. Fully okay. autonomous, can drive itself. I can just sleep while I go to work. Yeah, so <laughs> autopilot for, for Tesla, the basic autopilot at least, right, is essentially level two semi-autonomous driving. So basically your autonomous emergency braking, mm. linky assist, you know, identity cruise control, those are the basic the standard stuff you get yeah. in any other car. Yeah, level two stuff. Mm. So those are the level two. So they call it like basic autopilot mm. you want to improve that there's enhanced autopilot so mm. that costs you 16,000 ringgit so enhanced they give you actually additional features like navigate on autopilot so I guess you can do lane changes like auto- identity cruise control but you can uh, make it overtake for you yes and I think navigate on autopilot means it you can um, you set a destination mm-hmm. and then the car will Know which turning to exit figure out, yeah, to drive itself to that destination. Like, uh, basically, according to the Tesla website, is mm. navigate autopilot is automatic driving from highway on ramp to off ramp, including yep. automatic lane change. Yes. Yeah. So basically, so, you go Epo. Okay, now you need to turn left. Okay, he knows. Okay, this once you go onto the highway, yes, it will drive itself. Yeah. You know, exit to the exit, and then you have to drive back. Yeah. Mm. And then another one is a uh, auto lane change. So, uh. It says that automatic lane change will position car in the optimal lane to prepare for mergers and exits while overtaking slow cars. Okay. So uh, those are that's that's sixteen thousand ringgit. Mm. So you want the the almighty full self driving capability. <laughs> that's thirty two thousand ringgit. Of course, this includes the enhanced autopilot. So if you get this, wow. th- that's a whole shipment. So thirty two thousand ringgit. So wait, wait, wait. thirty. Okay, I want to put this into mm-hmm. perspective. Thirty two thousand ringgit is the price of uh, Ativa. No, Ativa is uh, Sorry, not Ativa. Asia. Asia, meets back uh-huh. Asia, yes. Or the Asia, what's the, oh, Asia the new, E, the, N, or whatever it is, the old, the super cheap version. That's 22,000, Asia E 22,000. Yes. The, the new entry level, as the new Asia, the new version, mm. the, I think starting at 38,000 ringgit, was almost that price. So, so you, you spec an Asia so that it can drive itself. Yeah, but, be warned that mm. this is also subject to regulatory approval. So in Malaysia, I don't think you can use this. It's only it only works in certain countries. It's bull- <sighs> Sorry, I gotta say this bullshit because it's not regulatory approval. It's not even ready yet. For yeah. the fact yeah. that FSD is not fully ready, and I want to talk about this in the late in the other segment. Yeah. On the 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 hype of Tesla. Yes. Okay. What other options can I get? Yeah, I think that's about it. So the, the full set driving, that's the, the highest option you can add in. Okay, yeah. so the total options, if you spec it up all the way, right, you get the most expensive color, 10,000 ringgit mm-hmm. red. Yep. Uh, most expensive wheel, yep. uh, 20,000, 20, uh, sorry, 20 inch 
fusion uh, induction wheels induction wheels 10,000 ringgit uh, kononnya aero or whatever that's, and then that's white, yeah 20,000 ringgit and then white seats white interior 5,000 ringgit yeah. And then you want the FSD. FSD, 32,000 ringgit. Yeah. So that's almost 100,000 ringgit. No, uh, total is 256,000 ringgit. The the upgrade alone. So 32 plus 10 is the, uh, is 42. Which is total. So it will pick 56,000 ringgit. Yes. That's the price of a car in terms of options. Yep. I think the options are overpriced. And we'll talk about that later. Yep. All right. That's about it in terms of pricing. So... We can establish now that Tesla Model Y pricing for Malaysia is crazy good value. Yeah, it's in fact I think we will discuss about this is that uh, this is the cheapest in the region compared to Singapore and Thailand. Yes, we are the cheapest country in maybe the world except for Hong Kong and China maybe where yeah. you can get Tesla cheaper than anywhere else mm. in the world, and that's pretty amazing. Now let's talk about Tesla. As cars, mm-hmm. so you <laughs> drove the Tesla Model Y. I yep. think was it last year? Yeah, uh, yeah, last year. And I also had a seat in it for a bit. All right, you did a review about the Tesla Model Y. Okay, we had a discussion before the show. Yep. I'm kind of like ah, Tesla. Tesla cars are not that great, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I mean, the price is very attractive, but I'm not gonna get a Tesla. I'll tell you the reason why, mm-hmm. but since you did the review, I'll give you um, the the time to tell us what you think of the car. Okay, um, in terms of a car, I think it's like I agree with you. It's not great as a car because number one is that I think when you step in the in the car as a person who is a seasoned driver, mm. you notice a lot of things are missing, mm. uh, which could be an issue for I think most of the seasoned drivers. But for first time drivers, maybe no issue. Number one is when you step in, right? There's no instrument cluster. Mm. You get a big screen in the middle that controls everything. Mm. There's no so like for example, you want to check the speedo, you want to adjust the aircon. Van direction. Open the dashboard. Op- open the gla- glow box. Adjust the wing mirror. Everything must done do through the touch screen, uh. and that's for me is annoying because for me I prefer physical buttons. And we've talked about this about cars, right? Like mm. a lot of modern cars, they say, "Oh, let's go touch screen." Mm. But you, we all know that it doesn't work for driving because when you want to drive, you want to do simple things. Like, I want to change the aircon. I just want to flip the change the knob and get get over and done with. I want to change my steering wheel adjustment. I can just pull a lever and adjust steering wheel or, mm. or press some toggles. But no, on this car, everything must go to the to the must use the touchscreen. And even the speed though, right? It's just like a tiny read read out on the top right corner of the yeah. screen. And I don't like that. It's just like a small number. Yeah, on yeah. the top right corner, so yeah. indicator, status yeah. bar, like yeah. like honey, like it's not important. The speed you're traveling is not important. Yeah, it's it's, it's like not very ergonomic. And yeah. for me, it's like at first you look in, it's like, wow, it looks very clean, very minimalistic. Yes, it's nice. It, I would say it looks nice. And then in terms of build quality, I would say that the car Tesla, I think is is fine. I don't see any issues because number one is that Tesla makes a lot of cars in different plants, and apparently the one that's produced in China, which is actually the hub for the right-hand drive market, mm. has better quality control than what you get in other markets. So for me, I don't have issue quality. Okay. But the second, besides the ergonomic stuff, right, like uh. the stuff that has to be simple stuff that has to be control the screen. Besides that issue, another one is the the glass roof. Mm. So you get the Model Y, uh, you have a panoramic like a, it's whole, a full, full glass, glass roof. It looks cool, yeah. but it's hot. 
Because remember we are dri- we are in Malaysia right now, right? <laughs> Let's say driving in the hot under hot sun. Although there's something thing, but you can feel the no, heat. No, you didn't mention it's a full glass roof. Yes, but it doesn't have a cover. No cover, it's just glass. Yes, yeah. So you driving that, in, in, and you in, cannot spec for a cover. Yes, there's no option there. <laughs> I know some people try to hack it. You know what they do? They basically get a sticker cover the roof. Oh my god! Or maybe you can get uh, those shades from Shopee. I know. Mm. I'm pretty sure someone sells that kind of accessory. <laughs> but yeah, but in but in terms of the rest of the stuff, right? Like for example, the user interface. Mm. Space, I think there's something that Tesla Model Y executed very well. Somehow, like they really maximize space, interior, mm. also the in terms of boot, cargo, and also the the front. The front is massive. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I agree. Uh, anything else you like about the car? Um, you the tested r- the Model Y. Yes, long range. Long range. Okay. Yeah. So that means model. it's a pretty Mid-spec. powerful car as well. Yes, and mm. then uh, the ride is is hard. <laughs> if you're driving alone yeah it's fun but if you want to drive you want to carry passengers your family right it's going to be very uncomfortable yeah yeah, yeah. it's harsher than I would say than the Volvo XC40 yes yeah so to sum it up I would say that uh, not in terms of using the face app right I think as an EV Tesla is great at making an EV in terms of ecosystem the app interface but as a mm. car no mm. it's a terrible as a car mm. yeah okay Um. so I think that's where I agree with you. Um, and I want to say this with great carefulness, with great caution, because I don't want to offend any of the Tesla fans out there, because I know there's a lot. Um, yep. And they're very passionate, uh, and there are Tesla owners as well. But, you know, I'm just going to put out my opinion, and I'm not saying anything here. I'm yep. just saying what I think of Tesla. Yep. I, I don't think... They are good cars um, as a driver. So maybe you say, maybe those people who have not driven, so they come into a car, like, oh, wow, this is like a newfangled thing where it's so simple, everything. Yep. Uh, okay, and then I want to come back. I want When you say that there's only one screen, so the Tesla fans are going to say, or the, the, the pro Tesla people, because it's designed to be full self-driving, bro. <laughs> you, don't need, you don't need to look at the screen, yeah. uh, the, the, the speedometer yep. and all that. It's not important. Just focus on driving. No, no, no. Just sleep <laughs> and the car will take you to where you want to be. The problem with that is uh, this, right? Um, FSD doesn't work. Uh People in the US are required to pay five thousand US dollars for this kononya for this thing that they call full self driving, and yep. it's still in beta. Yeah, that's number one. Uh, number two is F- for FSD to work, Tesla needs user data. They need the driver data that's captured by the car itself, driving around all the roads, millions and millions of kilometers. kilometers in the country for FSD to even be in beta. Yep. That doesn't happen here. Mm. So you're paying 32,000 ringgit to be the person that's going to provide data for Tesla to make their product better. Something's wrong there. Yeah, it's like, you want me to be part of beta, right? Either you give, give it, it for to free, me for, for free, free <laughs> or you might be paying me for to do it for you. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's number one, right? So in terms of the software, okay, we talked about this and maybe you can put in mm-hmm. your thoughts on what you think of the ecosystem and things like that. Yep. But I've driven the Model Y, the one that you drove mm-hmm. for not as long as you, but even for the brief moment that I drove the car, I was turned off by it. And 
I have to tell everybody that I didn't have an opinion about Tesla before I drove the car. In fact, I was pro-Tesla. In fact, before all these other EV manufacturers came into Malaysia, I was thinking like, if the great import Tesla dropped in price, because back then when we were, when we were testing the Model Y, oh. it cost 400,000 ringgit 430. for a Model Y. Yes. The one that we tested, which I think is exorbitant. And it was like more, like for the money we discussed, right, we can get, get a BMW iX. Which was available then? Yeah. Yeah. The price, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just too much money. And then, and then like, okay, you know, it's an opportunity for me to try because I couldn't afford it. And, and we got, uh, we, we got the test unit and we tested it. And I was like, no, man, it's, I can't. It's just, it just doesn't feel right for me. I, I can't explain it. But I do agree with you. The, the ride is so harsh. Yes. Even driving around the car park with the mini bumps around the car yep. park, it was like, oh my God, it's so hard. Yep. You mentioned about quality. I think the scratchy plastic's still a lot more than what normal other cars, you a lot more than you get in, in, in other cars within this range. But now, since it's 199,000 ringgit, looks like it's quite okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I, I must man. say that in terms of build quality, I think it's okay. I feel it's, I think it's okay. And one thing, the seats feels good. And then there are the, panel the, gaps and stuff for that. Okay, space. Yep. Um, yeah, it's massive. I, I, would, I would say that, yeah, it's, it's quite big. Mm. You don't have this problem of sitting, uh, feeling like you are, your, your legs are high up. Yeah, correct. With other you EVs, know, uh, yeah. EVs. And that's partly because of the glass roof, right? So, you know, they can actually maximize the space. So that's how they get around with it. I, I guess. Um, it's just not having a binnacle to see. I mean, okay, you guys can call me a traditionalist or whatever. It just doesn't feel like a driver's car. Mm-hmm. I, 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 okay, the the Hyundai Ioniq 5N, mm-hmm. I think for me, that is the most exciting driver-focused electric vehicle that has ever come come out from anywhere. Yeah. I, I, I think that's an amazing car. And then there's a lot of gimmicks, right? So this car doesn't have a lot of the smart features that I appreciate. Number one, V2L. Yep. Utility mode. Oh, I think this one does it better. Oh, it has. Oh, yeah, yeah, it does. Yes, yes, this is yes. Where okay, Tesla I agree. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's where the ecosystem comes yes, in, right? Yes, okay. correct. Um, here's the biggest thing: it doesn't have 800 volt battery architecture. Yes. So, Tesla Model Y, you can go the fastest charging you can go is 250 kilowatts. Which is actually very impressive for a 400 kilowatt hour. Uh, <laughs> 400 volt architecture. <laughs> yes. Yes, but my EV6 can go 350 kilowatts. It can go from 20 to 80% in just 15 minutes. Can the Model Y do that? Um, Tesla don't say that. They just say they can get up to 270 kilometers of uh, range <laughs> in 15 minutes on a supercharger. And this way, I think this way it leads nicely to the supercharger. Because like for us, yeah. for example, right, uh, Kia, right, you can support a very good uh, fast charging rate. Mm. But where to get a charger, that's always a question mark because they don't actually invest in infrastructure yes. as much as Tesla. So uh-huh. like for example, yeah, your car can support when it's available. Mm. So luckily in Malaysia, there are a couple of uh, CPOs, charging network operators that provide the fast charging capabilities. Mm. Like for example, Charge EV at mm. Times Square, Jantari with, with, the, uh, ch- uh, with the fast charger at uh, Sunway Serene. Yep. But for Tesla, this way they have the advantage because they also bring in the supercharger network. In every market, they're officially available. Yes. And in Malaysia, they've already committed like 10 locations. I mean, we, we, we saw map, yeah. uh, on the map. So these 10 locations could mean, you know, each location might have two or four or five char- at least charging three. points. Yeah. 
So, you know, already they have committed to deploy this. We don't know what the timelines yep. are, but it's already listed on the website. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess there are certain things that Tesla is doing right. Um, but ultimately, okay, is this the best EV you can get in the market? If I want, if I need to sum it For up. this price. For this price. Ah, to make it fair, right? Yeah, to make it fair, if yes. If you want to say, if this, this, if I say, if this is the best EV, I go like, you know, actually the Ionic 5, N is my dream EV, but that's way. It's gonna be like six hundred thousand. Okay, let's like. let's bring it down. Let's bring it down to 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 uh, the normal. What's level. available? Ionic Five Max. Okay, okay. So yeah. what's available, available in the market? Yes, from two hundred to three hundred. Yes, which is Tesla's range. Yeah. Okay. Is this the best EV you can get in the market in terms of the performance? And I think if you consider the ecosystem. I need stress this ecosystem, right? Ah. I think <laughs> this is the best because why I said that is because okay, let me let me spend more time about this because okay. most of the EV brands right here, right? Mm. It's like yeah, we got this car, I can do this, can do that. Once handover keys, right? The charge charging your own your own man. You need to find out okay, where do I charge? Okay, you install Wallbox charger at home. Fine, mm. that solves ninety nine percent of problem. Ninety percent of the charging is at done at home. Correct. Mm. So when you go out, let's say you want to drive long distance drive, mm-hmm. that's where you need to do a lot of homework. You need to plan. I need to find where the charges are and all that. Yeah. And then uh, how much battery do I have left? So there are ways to do around that for us because for us we are like quite experienced drivers. Like uh-huh. remember the days before ways, right? You always look at the map. Okay, where is the routes? Where the turn? Yeah. Where to go? Where yeah. which jalan? You plan that. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of planning involved for most EVs, mm. but for Tesla because of the ecosystem. So when it's, offici- when it's officially available in Malaysia, you can use the map. Mm. Uh, for FYI um, Tesla doesn't support Apple CarPlay Android Auto it has its own operating system so you use the map in there and the reason why you use the map is because it's integrated with the battery management system so when you plot like a location okay I want to go to Penang mm. they can tell you okay how much battery li- battery you have right now mm. uh, how where you need to charge mm. how long you need to charge mm. and when you reach destination how much battery you have left so they plan that properly for you and this they plot it to the nearest uh, supercharger, supercharger yes. right okay I wanted to say that this Correct. is only for supercharger yes. and bear in mind there's only 10 supercharger locations plotted at the moment yes mm. it's, it's for a start for a start okay. because like for example in US in Australia right mm. a lot of people say that you know once the infrastructure is expanded they have no anxiety at all driving the Tesla long distance compared to other EVs With other EVs you need planning that's the difference So right now there's 10. Mm. I agree not enough because from the map they only cover like the west coast. They only cover like Johor, Penang, yep. and Ipoh. And nothing on Kelantan, Terengganu that side. And Sabah, Sarawak. Sarawak, nothing mm. there. So mm. it's still early start. Even like uh, Thailand, when they start in Bangkok, uh, Thailand, they only can get superchargers in Bangkok. Other okay. places don't have yet. Okay. Singapore, let's not talk about it. I don't think <laughs> I don't think you need 200 kilometers range in Singapore. Yeah, but there's a lot of superchargers out there. So it uh. it, it all starts from 10. So mm. I think there's room to expand, and that's something that Tesla will continue to invest because it's part of the ecosystem, and that's one of the key selling point you get Tesla as an EV you don't need to worry about this charging solution they take care of you mm. um, okay and then you talk about ecosystem so I want to go down your thread uh, mm-hmm. where you talk about ecosystem they have an application yes. uh, over the air software update for the car it's like updating your phone yes um, and it has a lot of gimmick toys, uh, yeah, toys like games um, you know it has a light show thing it has like a fart horn <laughs> yeah um, All those things that you know, TikTokers might like. I don't know. Again, mm-hmm. I'm not judging. I'm just saying this yep. is not something that floats my boat. I don't. It's not a toy for me. Oh, nothing. Since we mentioned that, mm. right? It has an awesome sound system, and the screen, right? You can play Netflix, YouTube on the thing. Like for example, most of the cars, right? They don't even encourage you to play videos. Yeah, you can't even watch YouTube. Uh, yeah, even CarPlay, Android Auto, you cannot play. Yes, I agree. So those utilitarian features, right? So 
when you're charging it uh, Tesla has thought about okay people who are charging they're going to sit in their car as well so they have this um this mode I forgot what was it called where they'll have the aircon running yes. you can be comfortable in and they have this smart uh, over temperature mode I forgot it's called so you can set it up so when you leave your car under the sun and it gets to a certain temperature it will automatically cool down itself yep. so that the interior will be okay it has a dog mode something yes. that you like yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because FYI, let's say for example you brought a dog along, right? And uh. then okay, you can bring it to the to the shop. You want to leave in the car. Yep. So normally you need to lock the car and you want to have the aircon running. Mm. And most cars can't do that properly. Like mm. you you can lock the car with the key outside. Yes, yeah. Yes. Uh. Uh, with, yeah, with the key inside. Or yeah. you cannot cannot lock yeah, you cannot lock because there's something something inside the car. Yes. And with Tesla, right, you, there's a dog mode whereby mm. you lock the car and they still put a sign so that people won't panic. Hey, someone's leaving the dog under, yep. the, under the sun. Yep. They said, okay, my owners will be back and this is the temperature. So yep. these small, small details. And Tesla has been adding these features based on customer feedback and all that. And yes, okay. Yeah. And then it has, uh, what's it called? That, that, that sentry mode? Yes, sentry mode. If someone knocks your car or do something funny. Yeah, so it has like a, so camera. it will use the cameras around uh, that's built into the car to record what's going on. If somebody knocks your car or try to vandalize your car, sentry mode will be activated. And they send the notification to your phone. Okay, okay. These smart features are kind of cool. Yep. I don't know. My, that seems like my question sounds silly now because mm-hmm. all these features are so good. Yes. And so useful, then it makes this a good car because it has the performance, it has the range, it has the network. Yeah. But for me, I guess it's a existential question. What makes a car good? <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, ah, yeah. I think I was, I'm also conflicted because as a tech, as an EV, right, it's awesome. They thought of all these things, but as a car, it's terrible. Like you said, right, by driving, I want my physical buttons. I want the right to be like just nice, not so harsh like this. Yes. As a car, it's terrible. But this kind of stuff, right, it's like, why other car makers are not doing it? The app, for example, like the charging, you can check. Like not all EV simulation have an app. It's like, it's like for example, hey, even our air purifier has a connected connected <laughs> app. You can check. But the, but, but, but do you but need an app though? I mean, is it important? We live in twenty twenty three, dude. I mean, you're on. <laughs> you don't you want to know like what's the status of the car, the temperature? You can start the remote start. You can know the extra the the current charging state. Like how much battery is it okay. charging right now? Okay, so we talk about the good things. We talk yes. about the bad things. I'll still I'll st- I okay. Number one, bad thing, one thousand ringgit. I mean, Tesla as a company is also not so transparent lah to mm-hmm. be honest so 1000 ringgit non-refundable deposit yes yeah that's fsd 32000 ringgit you pay for something that you actually cannot use you can you can use part of it not the full promise like you buy full self driving it's like buying, for example like you buy a full roasted chicken but at the end you only get one chicken wing yeah yeah and cook the others and see if it's try my recipe yeah try my recipe uh, the rest of chicken we're going to cook later uh, uh, because uh. they haven't come out and Elon Musk has been saying oh you know it's coming end of this year it's coming end of this year coming uh, end of this year okay 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 now yeah. you mentioned the fellow's name Elon <laughs> Musk is a person that I am not a fan of mm-hmm. um the things that he promised that has not yet come to fruition. Yep. And it's years, okay? He was the one that promised that he will have a manned mission to Mars in mm-hmm. twen- by 2018, somewhere there. Mm-hmm. We're now in 2023. Mm-hmm. There is no... It, they're not close to doing that. Mm-hmm. He uh, promised Hyperloop. There's none of that. The only Hyperloop that exists is in Las Vegas and it's not self-driving. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not the Hyperloop. So Hyperloop has not existed yet. Yep. And then he talked about this uh, this thing where uh, Tesla cars are going to go on a skateboard and they're going to go underground yep. and the, the thing is going to drive itself. And just get manual cars driving around with drivers. Yes, yes. In, th- in, in Las Vegas. Yes. And it's not even like five kilometers that loop. Yep. Um, he promised uh, the Cybertruck 
three years ago. Yep. Everybody paid deposit. They collected like millions of dollars in mm-hmm. terms of deposit. Yep. No, still not here. Mm-hmm. In fact, brands like Ford uh, has already come out with with electric trucks that are much better. Mm-hmm. Even even Hummer has an electric Hummer. Yes. <laughs> with a thousand kilowatt hour battery. And it's like four or five times or something like that. Yeah. What? Why? What? What's going on? And you know, during the demo of the Tesla Cybertruck. He said, Elon Musk said that the truck has a nuclear, thermonuclear resistant glass, mm-hmm. which is what the hell is mm-hmm. that? Why is, there is no such thing as a thermonuclear <laughs> resistant glass. And then he did a demo. He threw a metal ball to the and thing cracked, and it cracked. broke. Yes. He promised Neuralink. I don't know what's going on with yep. that. And then the Tesla robot. Yep. Um, that's, that looks like decades away from what Boston Robotics has been doing. Boston Robotics, <laughs> which, is, which is now owned by Hyundai. <laughs> yes. And uh, and then the Tesla Semi, mm-hmm. Semi, or whatever you want to yep. call it. Volvo has a, a, a has launched truck. a fully electric truck in Malaysia. And delivered to the customer. And delivered to the customer. Yep. So I don't really trust this guy. And, you know, he did, uh, and all these things that lead up to the launch, right? Um the walk-in interview. Yep. As a technology company, mm-hmm. why you need to do a walk-in interview? So that people can see my people walk in? <laughs> it's PR. Yeah, of course. It's just PR. Optics, yeah. Today, he had a meeting, a meeting, mm-hmm. um, uh, if people on podcast can, can, cannot see, what's this called? Inverted quoted, commas, quote, quotes, yeah. air quotes, yeah. meeting. Yeah. It's not, uh, with our Prime Minister. Yeah, and I don't see what's the, <laughs> it's like a 25-minute No meeting. significant, 25-minute. Yeah. Something like that. It's, it's just a, say, yeah. what is that? Just a high and buy. That's like a, Hello, hi, how are you? Okay, thanks, bye. Yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, I have phone calls longer than that. Um, (laughs) So yeah, that was the meeting. No significant announcements. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, I'll be fair. And I know you guys are going to comment and say, but I mean, you know, he announced a lot of things or he has committed a lot. So he has committed to the Tesla uh, supercharger network. Yes. He has, uh, the government has requested, not requested, has demanded that he made, it's a requirement that he made that 30% of the supercharging network is compatible with other cars, EV cars in Malaysia, at least 30%. Mm -hmm. They have to open a headquarters in Malaysia, which they will be opening somewhere in Selangor. Like you mentioned, Cyberjaya is also kind of like Selangor. Selangor, So I don't know where that is. Um, they have to employ Malaysians yep. uh, to a, a certain percentage, like at least 100 uh, Malaysian employees and things like that. So it's good for the economy. But the thing is, you cannot isolate that only for Tesla because, hey, Toyota, for example, they've created a factory, Perudua, all that is employed under Toyota. And also another thing is that um, for me, I think, yeah, or so much as you want to celebrate uh, Tesla, right? The thing is, you no know, making an assembly plant in Malaysia. So we are essentially buying imported stuff. Yeah, Mercedes has an assembly plant yeah. in Malaysia. Volvo, Volvo has yes. an EV assembly plant in Malaysia. Yeah. So those actually why is that not celebrated? Why are we not going head over heels? And then on social media, everybody sharing their status saying they've already made a booking yep. on Tesla. I mean, okay, okay, I think let's isolate that. Okay, <laughs> the the fact of the matter is this product, right? For the price range and what it's offering, <sighs> is super competitive. I hate to agree with you, yes. but uh, you're right. Yeah, I mean. It, like, you you yeah. go down the specs, right? One nine nine for the power, for the Space, range, yeah. and the speed, and the features, and the ecosystem. Nothing beats it. Yeah, and like we we discussed this, right? Like for mm-hmm. example, you want to is this a car you want to drive day to day? I'm not really a fan of it. But let's say for someone who comes in, hey, I want to buy EV. Uh, like someone who I want to buy a toy. I wanna, or like I like you know this guy. He doesn't know how to take care of his stuff. Like uh. for example, phones, right? Like okay, I want to buy this phone. This phone. 
normally I'll say, okay, um, this uncle he might always get scammed, whatever. Okay, mm. I just get iPhone like easier problem yeah. solved because it's the easiest uh option to get. Get an iPhone. Get iPhone. Yeah. So for EV, right, it's not kind of hey, what phone should I get? Like, if this person like, I'm not sure whether he can, you know, adapt to the learning curve, like mm. planning journeys and all that. I would say just get Tesla because with the ecosystem, you're kind of sorted. Okay. Another caution I want to alert to everybody: FSD, right? So you've seen a number of reports yep. uh, with FSD going crazy. There was this one huge incident in China. Yep where there was a runaway Tesla that the driver couldn't stop. They And I have to say this, they had an investigation. Apparently, the police found out that it was driver error. Yep. I I don't know. I'm s- skeptical about it because, you know, if there is a runaway car and your car is speeding out of your control, the first thing you would do is lift off the throttle and press the brakes. Because in the video, you can see, in, you can see this video online. Mm-hmm. In the video, you can see that the driver was trying to sur- mm-hmm. swerve and mm-hmm. avoid a lot of other vehicles. So why not lift his foot off the throttle before anything else? So, so runaway, um, runaway cars caused by FSD is a, is a, is a, is a problem. In fact, in, in Europe, if I'm not mistaken, they've told Tesla to not use the term autopilot because that's confusing. It's misleading. Yes. Yeah. Because autopilot, which means that I don't need to do the driving at all. Yes. Eyes off whatsoever. Yes. And then, like, for example, the basic features like identity cruise control, autonomous emergency braking, they also use the term autopilot, which is misleading. It's basically level two autonomous. Yeah. Yeah. So don't you think that's dangerous? Because you're saying that uh, a, a young a person that has not driven before, the first car is going to be a Tesla because it's super easy. Mm-hmm. It's like a, yep. a, a gadget. Mm-hmm. And you get in there, turn on FSD, expect FSD to work right or suddenly think about, hey, I want to make content. Mm-hmm. I want to take a picture of me sleeping while mm-hmm. the car is driving. Yep. It could cost them their lives. But one thing is that this feature like we discussed, right, is also subject to region and by default, it doesn't work in Malaysia. But you're paying for it. Yeah, you're paying for you're it. You're paying so 32,000 ringgit which is optional. You're not forced to buy it. So but for a company to allow that to be available and then say, hey, you know what? We're not forcing you to buy it. Yep. But you're putting it there. Mm-hmm. It's conniving. Yeah, that's arguable. So that's, for me, it's like <laughs> it's like misleading. Like, like for example, if you want to sell a product, right, it has to be a finished product. If you're going to be better, make it clear it's better. Yeah, and that's and the... I, did, you, I won't be... You see, like for example, like Microsoft or Google, when they do better products, right, they're not going to charge customers for it because they know it's experimental. It's yeah. like, things can go wrong. Yeah. 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 It's like this. Imagine Apple, right? So they released iOS 15, beta. for example, right? Mm-hmm. So iOS 15 beta, right? And for you to try the beta, you got to pay like 20 ringgit subscription mm-hmm. for it. Last time you used to have a developer account, but that's a different story. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, it's crazy, yeah. right? And then we talk about, as a company, I have problems with Tesla because, okay, they, they removed ultrasonic sensors yes. from their cars to cut costs. And they are saying, oh, we have Vision. cameras. Yep. Vision's, uh, Vision is good enough to detect distance. Yep. I argue no, because mm-hmm. even people with two eyes and stereoscopic vision have problems yeah. detecting depth. Yep. How can a machine do it better? I, I I mean, you can argue all you want, but I can say no. Yep. Machine cannot do it better. You can talk about AI and all that, but AI can work good in like the digital realm, like to search for things really quickly, but in the physical realm, people's eye is better. <laughs> Also, yeah, of course, people. Are better, but one thing is that, uh, as we've seen uh, previously, is that there are a couple of reports. Also, what as what we spotted on Sirium is that looks like the backing backtracking on this vision thing because, um, as we reported like a few months ago, 
it looks like Tesla has certified their radar components. So it looks like they're bringing it back because there has been reports saying that they are bringing back radar because they removed that saying that, okay, you know, cameras enough, no need radar. And mm. we all said that radar is more because it's like a backup, right? Because you can sense things that you can't see. Okay, yeah. I okay. so you say they're, they're bringing I mean, it back. Yeah. We, we, we had the discussion. Yes. I'm big fat alert here. I could be, I'm speculating here, mm-hmm. but based on Tesla's track record and Elon Musk as a person... It, it, it could be all optics. It could be that, okay, they send the car in for certification and like, okay, it's certified. It's already on the record that it's certified, but they can just not put it in. We won't, we won't, we'll only find out next year. And then we talk about, there was this other thing also, right? So mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people were, yeah, uh, a lot of people was asking about um, whether the price is real or not. And then some people said, or on social media, some people said, oh, they called Tesla customer service and they say that, oh, this is the actual part, the actual price, price that you're, you're going to pay. pay. Yeah. And then I'm saying like, if it's not clearly stated on the website that this is the actual price that you will be paying for the car, you cannot trust the customer service. Yeah. Because I'm not saying there's problem with customer service people and they might have a script that they have to say. Oh, no, yep. But if it's all said and not written or not explicit explicitly written Mention. anywhere yeah. it can change yeah it's like for example FSD oh it's coming end of this year yeah. you cannot hold him accountable because when you sign Cyber up Truck, website, Cyber yeah. Truck is supposed to come Three years ago, still not here. And then, and, you, and then when you sign it up, when you sign up, right? There's no mention in the, in the terms condition or whatever. And say, hey, you want to say, hey, where's my thing, uh? But we never promise you that. When you sign up, we didn't oh, mention my, website. I call your customer service. Oh, I don't know. Maybe he mentioned yeah. something else, or yeah. actually, that's there's, not there's, what we. There's nothing to protect you. Yeah, yeah. So, screwed, man. Like, like for example, cars, right? You know, the traditionally is like you always see on a road price without insurance, the mm. very least. But this one's like, okay, here's a price. Uh, include this, this. Uh, exclude tax. Uh. So how much are we gonna pay? So imagine you're gonna put deposit, but you don't know what's the actual final price yeah. and they sell they send you like a final price order closer to delivery yeah and the other thing that frustrates me is that this kind of I mean Tesla people look up to it a lot of people like really think that this is the brand mm-hmm. and then they are now putting in a deposit that you it's not refundable yeah it sets a bad example the industry the car automotive industry I mean people the consumer fought to get the automotive industry to be able to provide refundable deposits. Yep. Nowadays, it's so easy. I can just go deposit, pay a deposit for a car, not deposit, booking, mm-hmm. and change my mind. I can get that booking fee back with no charges, no problems. Mm-hmm. With Tesla, now that they, they, they do this, and if there's no regulation to this, what's stopping other brands saying like, hey bro, if you already pay a thousand bucks, sorry, I cannot, you can, I cannot refund this to you. Usually, they refund you on if your loan is not approved. Yes, loan approved. Then or they, yeah. or let's the, say if the they cannot provide want, it in time, stock, yes. time, yes, I can get it back. Yeah, now I can't. Yeah, they say early two thousand twenty-four. Yeah, what's early? Yeah, and then what happens if they change? If they change, will they refund? But no, they say, oh, you sign up for non-refundable. What? Yeah, yeah. What, what if? What if the price increase? Yes. You're screwed, man. Yeah, so it's also not clear what happens if the price increase or what, or price drop. It's not very clear. Some say that, oh, the price is locked. Some say it's like, you know, if the, the, they, they didn't mention that it's going to be locked. So yeah. anything can happen. And yeah. it's non-refundable. So that's the scary part. Like, for example, uh, Elon Musk Starlink, the satellite broadband service. Uh, you can actually make a booking online for Malaysia, but we all know that they're not officially available here. And we also check with MCMC. They don't have the licenses yet. License to operate in Malaysia. But they can collect bookings. That's just... A scam, isn't it? Yeah, and then you always say, oh, expected like Q1 and then it's been pushing, 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 pushing but they can collect the booking. Yeah, that's borderline scam, yep. man. Yeah. That's that's seriously borderline scam. Yep. But at least for this, and at least we know for this, in fact, Tesla, right, 
they're going to have official presence in Malaysia. So at least you have some place, someone to scream at. Okay, here's the thing, right? Um, okay, one last point, right? So we talked about this issue and then I'm going to go back to, I think it was uh, Daihatsu, Toyota, Produa. Mm-hmm. They did like a crash test and to pass that crash test, oh, they yes. had to like... Uh, add a notch. Add a notch and all that, right? Yeah. So in... Japan, yep. um, they stopped selling that car or something. They what car was it? Basically, the Asia, that model, the yep. DNGA platform, yep. also some vehicles are affected as well. Yes, so yeah. it's a side impact thing. So for them to pass that, they had to modify the side pillar cover. Yep. They had to cut Add a, a notch, notch so that yep. when it opens up, it doesn't hit the, 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 the driver. Yep. The model affected is also available in Malaysia. Yep. And in Malaysia, so Thailand stopped selling the car. I think Singapore. I don't know where Singapore is selling. I don't it. think so. Or Thailand, Thailand, and Indonesia, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, other countries stop where where this model was available. Stop selling that car, and you're going to retest it first before you can go back. Yeah. In Malaysia, the car still still sell like normal. Yeah. So our consumer rights, how? It's just selling. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. I'm saying if anything changes, you can wave your thousand ringgit bye bye. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we, I guess, we covered pretty pretty in depth about Tesla overall. From the price of the cars to the company and the person that owns the company. Before I close, I want to ask this question to you, and I think it's quite a difficult question. Quite a difficult question, even for me. Now, um, let's imagine that okay, the EV6 and the Tesla Model Y is available in the market at the same time. Mm-hmm. EV6 priced at three hundred thousand ringgit, and the Tesla priced at whatever it is priced right now, start starting at a hundred and ninety nine thousand ringgit. Mm-hmm. Which, where would you put your money at? Which car? Hmm. I think I'll go for, I still go for the Tesla, uh, no, not Tesla, the <laughs> Kia EV6. Okay. Why? I think in terms of drivability, um, the EV6 is more of a driver's car. And like I mentioned earlier, right, like the Tesla, as a person who enjoys driving and a person who gets used to all the, the normal stuff in the car, right, like mm. simple things like opening glove box, adjusting aircon, the controls and all that, I cannot, Leave it at you know. I prefer my the car like how it behaves like a car. You know, like <laughs> small things. I don't need a touchscreen to do all that stuff. And you all, yeah, I also complain all the time about touchscreens. You know, why things have to be digital? Everything can be can be back to physical. And also driving driving the car as well. EV6 drives better. Um, yes, space not that much, but I think there's more practical features. Like for example, you the Android Four architecture that's fast. Mm. This also ha- the EV6 also has V2L, which can come in handy in certain moments yes. where you can actually use the EV as like a power bank. And yes. that's something that Tesla doesn't have as well. And in terms of like the ecosystem, the drawbacks of no having like the uh, charging network I think that's not a big problem for me because we also use for planning our trips um, we, we we also have easy access to other chargers that's not Tesla um, supercharger so for me that's a minor gripe that's I can live with but in terms of the looks mm. yeah nothing looks like an EV6 <laughs> Tesla is getting very generic because mm. even like the Tesla Model 3 and Tesla Model Y they look very the same yeah. There's not much difference. In fact, the three and the Y are practically the same car. They share like seventy five percent of components, only twenty five percent difference. So, look very generic, mm. very plain on the road. Okay. Um. So, despite all the good stuff, despite the the dog mode mm-hmm. and 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 all those things, yep. it's still an EV six. Yes. For me, I okay. The the tough part for me is because I'm still a driver and. What appeals to me is the price range of the all-wheel drive performance is so close yes. to the EV6 and having that power and performance on tap is so tempting. Yep. So for you, it's the ecosystem. For me, is that, right? Mm-hmm. 
But I agree with you. The 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 car looks generic. It doesn't look special. Maybe people like that. People, they can customize, can mod it later. You're seen yeah. driving a Tesla like Mercedes is generic. <laughs> yep. And it's a status symbol. Like oh, he's driving Mercedes now. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, our the badge on my car still says Kia. But the design. Or to some people, it's KN. <laughs> but some people don't even know it's a Kia. It's a KN. Yeah. But what car, But it turns for me when yes, I drove dude. the. I agree. Yes. It turns more heads than mm. the Tesla Model Y. Because if we try, drive the Tesla Model Y, I don't see people turning over and look. I think even the Ionic Five turns more heads than the Tesla Model Y. And the EV6 turns yes. most heads. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I get I, I, when I'm driving, people will drive alongside mm-hmm. and to look see. at me and give me a thumbs up. Wow. And and, and you know, uh, there are people who like. Like really turn their necks and yeah, like, oh, what's that? Yeah, yeah. So I like that. Yep. Um, it's more exclusive. I don't miss not having an app. Uh, I like all the practical features. There are so- some things I think Kia can do better. The frunk. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, I didn't talk about this, right? Frunk. So you talk about the Tesla has a big frunk. Yes, you can actually put a luggage in there. The problem is, and we discussed about this, right? Not a lot of people. Nobody, even the youngsters, nobody opened the front of their car yep. for anything. Yep. So this is like a change in terms of uh, your behavior, and it's more difficult to open the front. Yes, correct. Than the back. Yep. In fact, like we discussed this also, like even the Tesla Y, right? You're gonna put your charging cables at the back, not the front. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but extra space helps. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Especially in an emergency. Uh, mm, yeah. Okay. But yes, I would still go for my EV6 because I I think it's a special car. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. That's pretty much it, uh, guys. Uh, we mentioned this last week. We are going to start a show to talk specifically about EVs and answering any and all of your questions that's related to EV vehicles. So um, if you want, uh, just drop the questions in the comment section below and we'll be compiling them or we'll be answering them in the comment section, but we will be putting them also in our new show. And that's a reminder for me to tell you that we are also available on podcasts. So just search for Let's Talk About Soi Chin Chow on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts and we're there. If you're listening to us on podcasts, please do give us a five-star rating because that helps the show a lot. If you're watching us on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. Um, Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and drop a comment. Let us know... What you think of Tesla? Are you a Tesla driver? Do you agree with us? Disagree with us? Agree with me? Disagree with Alex? Disagree with Alex? Eh, wait, agree with Alex? <laughs> disagree with me? I mean, I want to see a thriving conversation in the comment section so that, you know, we all can know what you guys think. All right. So, and on, yeah, oh yeah. Also, if you're on podcast, you can also drop your thoughts uh, via voice note at Let's talk about at soyachinchow.com. All right. That's uh, pretty much it. This is me, Amin. This is Alex. Catch you guys later. Bye. Bye.